Welcome back to Spread the Wealth. Today is Wednesday, September 22nd. We are back for our third episode. Um, we're going to recap week three of college football, week two of NFL. Um, we told you last week our picks were going to come back down to earth. They did so a little bit. I uh, can't go undefeated every week, but Bender, how was your week? Uh, picks were, were all right. Good in some places, bad in, bad in others. Um, it was a pretty rough week overall. Did uh not win one in college football and then didn't win any in NFL, but uh also didn't lose any in the NFL. So I had Bengals plus three, which pushed a very lucky push. <laughs> it was a rough week, so can't get any worse than that. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but like it was a lucky push, but at the same time, like they should have won that game. Like, they threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter. Or maybe it was late third and then early fourth. But, like, they only lost by three with three interceptions on three straight passes. Like, if the, he doesn't do that, they should win that game. Really? I, I didn't get a chance to watch any of it, honestly. So There were Burrow, I think it was late third quarter and early fourth, three straight pass attempts were interceptions, and one of them was a pick six to Roquan Smith. And they only ended up losing by three. So, like, it was a lucky push because they were down a lot, but they shouldn't have been down a lot. So, it's just like, I mean, gambling. They set that line perfect. I guess they know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, First off, presented by Vault Sports, Vault Sports Podcast. Go to vaultsportshq.com. Go track your bets. The brand-new bet tracker, like we've said each week, if this is your first time here. You sign up, link your sports books if you're in a state where sports gambling is legal, and you link your sports book, it tracks your bets. It'll give you your um, all your bets. It will track your money, show you your return on investment, and it'll give you betting trends based on how you bet. You know, if you do really good on one sport or you're really bad when you bet on one team, um, you'll be able to see insights like that. So, vaultsportshq.com as well as vaultsportshq on uh, social media as well but let's start it off um college football week three recap a couple big games but other than that um there wasn't much but we'll go through those big games cincinnati beating indiana at indiana what did you think about that well to be honest with you i didn't get to watch any college football Saturday. I was working. Sad. But um yeah, I did not get a chance to watch that Indiana game. I I saw like I was tracking on my phone that Indiana was up pretty much a lot of the game and then Cincinnati came back in the fourth quarter, but I don't know do you, what all happened really. It was a pretty boring game. Um Cincinnati ends up winning by fourteen points and it feels like they just played really bad. Um feels like I know Indiana's not like a top-notch competition. They're not bad, but they're not great. And Cincinnati played, I think, about as bad as they could play, it felt like. And they still ended up winning by two touchdowns, uh, covered the four points. I was worried for a little bit, but they covered the four easily. I, I again, think it's partly my heart, partly my brain, but I just want a non-power five to be able to make the playoffs. And with how everything's going, Clemson barely wins against Georgia Tech, um, and then Ohio State looks bad against a bad team. So these, like, one-loss teams aren't looking good, and Cincinnati's beating, like, decent competition. So their resume is looking better. Obviously, big matchup coming up um, with Notre Dame, not this week, but next. So um, I don't know, just just hoping that Cincinnati can sneak into the playoffs because I just think it'll be great for college football. Um, the other big games were Alabama um, only beat Florida by two. It wasn't – it was close. Um, at a point, Bama was up a decent amount, but Florida stayed in it. Um, it was at Florida, so I think that does play a factor. I think it shows Bama can be beat, but I don't think you're going to stop them, so it's really just going to have to be one of those teams that can just try and outscore them. Uh, Florida put up 29, Bama put up 31. And Bryce Young looked like good. He didn't look amazing. 
Florida looked pretty good. They were at home, had the home field advantage, and still end up losing by two. But I just think it shows that this year in college football, like, there's no one team that's just, like, better than the rest. Alabama is that number one. But everybody can be beat. Georgia, you know, barely beat Clemson week one. So they're the number two. But, like, again, not um, not far and away better than everybody else. So that was cool to watch. And then Penn State beat Auburn. Um, Penn State probably has the best resume of any – team so far um with wins against wisconsin and auburn um they don't play pretty football but they win games and um i i had penn state in this game i didn't think auburn could go on the road to a whiteout in happy valley and win but they held their own and penn state found a way to win and i think they're they've been doing that so um they also did it amidst James Franklin to USC rumors, which I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I don't think it will like mid season, but um, if he can like have a great finish to this year, to his like Penn state career this year, maybe they make a Rose bowl. Maybe they make the college football playoff. I think, I think he'll go to USC for sure. Um, but as of now, not sure, but Penn state looked good again. Um, we don't have to do too much recap if you didn't watch many of them, but those were kind of the main games. And then if you want to go through your picks, uh, it was a, it was a rough day. Yeah. So my lock of the week was the Nebraska minus 22, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma minus 22 for Nebraska. I am not sure how that game was even a one possession game. Um, yeah, that one really surprised me. I had UCF minus six over Louisville. They lost straight up. Um, as a back and forth game, that was actually a good game to watch. They just went back and forth. Maryland minus seven. They only won by three. They struggled the entire game against a bad Illinois team. So maybe I was too high on Maryland and they just maybe look like the same old Maryland that we've seen in the past. And then I rode with you on Ohio State minus 24 against Tulsa. Missed it by three points. Um, it was never came, That game was close. For The game yeah. was close itself yeah sorry the spread the spread was never like if they had ended up covering it would have been a miracle they were up by like three points the whole entire game and then in the fourth quarter they just pulled away if they had ended up covering the 24 and a half it would have been like the cut like the bad beat of all bad beats for Tulsa betters um that one was hard to watch like the whole time you were just like it was it's they're never gonna cover I was flipping back and forth and like just was depressed every time I would flip to it they would just not be winning by that much and it just like didn't make sense you're Ohio State you're playing Tulsa and you can't win by more than like and they ended up winning by 21 which was wild considering the game but it was infuriating to watch um that was your last that was your own those were your four right yeah those are the only ones I had in college okay um mine for college I went six and three I ended up adding some more to my card, but for the ones I gave out, I was six and three. Uh, we need to have a chat about Buffalo. I'm just not going to bet on Buffalo again. We, I've been on the <laughs> wrong side. I've been on the wrong side of them two straight weeks, and I think they're just going to be like that one team that, that just has my number. And so I'm just not touching a Buffalo game anymore. Yeah, they, uh, they were in it with Coastal for a while, and then – I'm assuming Coastal did not cover. That's what you had. Yeah, right? it was yeah, it was thirteen and a half. I think they ended up winning by yeah. three or seven. Um, yeah, just, it was pretty close. Just the buff the Buffalo. What is their mascot? The Buffalo The Bulls, I believe. The Bulls, yeah, that makes sense. Um Yeah, not betting on the Bulls again. because just two weeks on the wrong side of a team. You can you can fall into that trap of just like needing to get it right against them. And then it just never happened. So I'm staying away from that. Um, we both lost our locks of the week, which which is tough. Uh, mine was that Ohio State game. But on the bright side, I did pick two upsets, uh, spread and money line. I think I gave out – I know I gave out Michigan State money line on here. I don't think I gave out BYU money line. I did end up betting it. But I know I gave out their spread. So Michigan State was plus six and a half against Miami. Um, and I think like plus 200 money line, they won by like 20. It was never even a close game. They're undefeated right now. 
Um, they haven't had wins against like amazing competition, but they have a running back that's very talented. I think his name is Kenneth Walker, I want to say. Um, he's very good. They have a good defense. So hopefully Michigan State – college football is fun when Michigan and Michigan State are like at least somewhat relevant, and both of them are right now. So hopefully that can kind of stick around. Um, maybe one of them has a chance to beat Ohio State this year with how Ohio State looks. So that would be great. And then the other upset I picked was BYU plus three and a half at home against ASU after they just beat Utah at home. They get ASU and they beat them. Um, it was a good game, but they end up winning. They were plus three and a half. And then Moneyline was like plus 140, I want to say. Um, had both of those. So those were fun. Got to end the night with a victory with the BYU ASU. Um, I also was telling you about this. I had a, I made a 10 team parlay in the morning before the game started, like a tiny, tiny number, um, but all money line, 10 teams. I went nine for nine, (laughs) including on my first nine, including um, SMU one on a Hail Mary, like tip play. And I won on that. And then I get to the 10th game and it's UCLA against Fresno state, not even spread, just money line, (laughs) just need UCLA to win the freaking game. And this Fresno State quarterback, Jake Hayner, I believe his name is, gets his kidney lacerated. Like, I'm I'm 95% sure that was the post-game, that was his injury, in, like, the middle of the fourth quarter. Fresno State takes the lead with, like, two minutes left or three minutes left. UCLA gets the ball down by four or three. They drive down, score a touchdown. They go up with 55 seconds left. And Fresno State has to trot out there with a QB with a lacerated kidney, and they have 55 seconds to score. And this kid just waltzes down the field, and they scored, like, easily. It didn't even look tough. In between each play, he was, like, bent over and, like, could barely move, but then he snapped the ball, and he would just look fine. Um, Just that adrenaline was pumping, and it was a horrible beat. Horrible beat. That's a tough one. What was the what was the payout on that potential? Um, it was plus uh five thousand. I'm trying to do the math. I don't care about sharing numbers. It was a two dollar parlay. It would have paid out a hundred dollars. Oh shit! Okay, so it's so like five thousand. Five thousand. It is five thousand. Yeah, yeah. So it was plus five thousand. So damn. That would have been yeah. It would have been nice uh, to end the night. But still, still was positive on the day. I think I ended up adding like the Penn State game at some point, and there were a couple others. Um, decent day. Fresno is legit. Um, not just because of this game. They beat who did they beat that other? Well, they week one they were in it with Oregon. They were up. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. They game. barely lost. They barely lost to Oregon, yeah. and now they beat UCLA. Like they, they I think we're gonna. I would guess they probably go undefeated the rest of the year, and we probably see them like the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might see them them against like an an Auburn or uh, Florida or something, which would be really cool. Uh, um, Updated national championship odds: very weird. Um, Bama and Georgia are both now plus two hundred, and then the next closest team is. Ohio State and Clemson at plus 1,200. Like, they're not even giving these other teams really a shot. Like, uh, it just it just doesn't quite make sense to me. Penn State's plus 4,000. that Penn State one, that, that seems like a valuable. Yeah, poem. Penn State plus 4,000. 4, Iowa plus 8,000. I think Iowa's better than Penn State. Um, sure. They got to use your and path. Easier pass, they just have to beat. Like, they just have to win the Big Ten Championship and they should make the playoff as long as they run the table. Um, yeah, I the numbers just don't make sense. I know Bama and Georgia are probably the two best teams in the country, but, like, two other teams are going to make the playoff and they're going to have a chance. So, um, like we've kind of talked about, there's going to be a long shot. UCLA, we were both high on. Um, Not anymore. They That's lose. Yeah, yep, they lose. So, Cincinnati at plus 8,000. Um, I do like. Iowa 8,000, Michigan 5,000. Yeah, I, Georgia and like Bama and Georgia, it's just is too, that's such a small number, plus 200 to win the national championship. Yeah. Like it's way harder than it, than it sounds. Um, and right. then updated Heisman I mean, odds. 
the I think Matt Bama. Corral. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I think Bama's still the clear-cut favorite to win it. Like yeah, I, it's just not I mean, worth. I'd probably still bet that. Yeah, it's not worth it to throw a lot on it, I guess. But I mean, it depends how confident you are in it. But I mean, or like, even Vegas is telling you it's only it's really just a two-team race until proven. Or it's otherwise. like worth it to put a lot on it. Like it's not to me, it wouldn't be worth it to just like throw a little to throw like a unit on it because like that's just a waste of a unit. You're only getting two back. Like it's not a huge deal. I would almost want to put a house on it because they're saying it's almost a sure thing, you know? Right. It's tough, but um, no one else has really proven it. Like Ohio State narrowly won. Clemson narrowly won. Like, I don't know. Just looks like these other teams are disinterested right now. But Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not confident in any other team. Um, it, yeah, it's obviously – Two other teams are going to have a chance, but um, whether they can beat Bama or Georgia, I don't know. Um, Heisman Odds has an interesting update. Matt Corral, quarterback of Ole Miss, is now the odds-on favorite. He is now the favorite. I saw that. He is ahead of Bryce Young. Um, I think this is a great time to bet Bryce Young because Ole Miss is going to lose games. Um, They haven't. And they put up a lot of points regardless, but we've seen that like you can Washington state, for example, has had probably when Mike Leach was there, they had three or four quarterbacks that like led the nation in passing yards, led them in passing touchdowns. But like they were never in Heisman conversations because they were never winning football games. So right now Ole Miss hasn't played anybody that was very good. They put up 61 points last week. I think they put up a similar number the week before, and they're going to probably continue because that's the offensive link if and run. But they're going to start losing when they play those better SEC teams. If they play Florida, they play Auburn, Georgia, Bama, I don't know their schedule, but they got to play at least two of those teams and they're probably going to lose. So his, his Heisman odds are going to go down when they lose. Um, so I think Bryce Young at plus 250, that's a little higher than it was before. I think it's probably a good best time to bet him. He had an average game against Florida. You had like, Two something yeah. and three touchdowns. Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't think like if you could have gotten Matt Corral before last week, um, would have been great. But now it's just like I just don't think it's it's worth it. I see what you're saying, and I think I would agree with you. That makes sense. Good time to bet to bet Bryce Young when he's for one week not the odds-on favorite. Who does Old Miss have this week? Do we know? You look that up. No, I'm not sure. I can check right now, but like, have... I also I do like JT Daniels at plus three thousand, um, just because, like I said, it, it is about winning. Like, rarely do you see a Heisman winner from a team that just like sucks. Um, so if JT Daniels in Georgia can like go undefeated and he starts putting up numbers, then then maybe, maybe he puts himself in the conversation. But um, as of now, I still it's just Bryce Young and then everybody else. Um, so, Bama actually plays Southern Mississippi. They're 45-and-a-half-point favorites. Old Miss has a bye. So, that tells so me after that this week, Bryce it's Young change. will be the odds-on yeah. favorite. Exactly. He's gonna, he's gonna, he might only play a half, but he'll still put up, like, five touchdowns. He's going to put up numbers. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I would agree with that, I bet. So, right now, Bryce Young's plus 250. Matt Corral's plus 210. I bet when we come back, it's either flip-flop or Bryce Young's even more of a favorite. I would say he might be like plus 175 and Matt Crowell's up at like 250. Um, okay, so our picks for this week. I haven't seen your picks, so take me take me through your picks this week. Sure, so we're going to start off. I have Coastal again, minus 36 over UMass. Um don't know much about the UMass team this year. I just know historically that program has been one of the worst Division One schools. So I'm going to take the points with Coastal, the home game. Not going to sweat it. Maybe it'll be close in the fourth, but we'll see. And then I also got Iowa minus 23 over Colorado State. Uh, this is kind of a confusing one to me. I get why it's only at 23, just because Iowa tends to get in low-scoring games, but Colorado State week one lost to South Dakota State 
they're not even an FBS school yet. Granted, they're a good they're a good FCS school to make the playoffs every year, get far, but that's still a Mountain West team that they ran over. So I'm going to take the points with Iowa. And then lastly, Pac-12 after dark special. I've got Arizona State minus 14 over Colorado. Colorado looks awful. Really um, bad. I think they wasted that it all that one A&M week. Was a fluke. Yep. Yep. They, they used all their, all their yep. energy. And it's and in Arizona lost. State. It's a tough place yeah. to play at night. So Coming off, coming off of a loss that. against BYU, Arizona that, that, State's going to yeah. want to bounce back. Um, I'm with you on that's, that. That's I got. Okay. I think those are all good. Um, I'd be a little worried about the coastal one, but I think that's just me being recency biased for last week. I'm not covering. Um, I mean, it's UMass is, yeah, UMass is bad. They always have been. Um, Iowa, I believe this is just me off the top of my head. I believe they're three and oh against the spread. Um, really? I believe it because definitely against Indiana. They beat Indiana, they beat Iowa State, and then last week I had them minus 22.5 against Kent State, and they won by 23. Um, that tells me they're going to keep right in this. They're going to be that team, that team this they, year. They might be that team. So I have them as well, minus 23.5. Um, it's at home against Colorado State. Their defense is just unbelievable. They gave up seven points to Kent State. They won 30-7. to seven. Um, The Big Ten – is back to like what it has been the defenses of the top teams other than Ohio State Wisconsin Penn State and Iowa right now are probably three of the top like five defenses in the country um just old school Big Ten football so that's fun my picks for the week Georgia minus 35 and a half at Vanderbilt um Georgia showed me they can yeah they showed me they can cover these big numbers um they did it a couple weeks ago for me Vanderbilt is just a horrible football. Like they should get relegated to the FCS. They, or are, something. they, should, they are really they should bad trade. this year. Really yeah, bad. and they were even worse last year, I think, or like the same. So, um, Georgia minus thirty-five and a half. Wisconsin minus six and a half um, at Soldier Field against Notre Dame. I'm sneaky game. On, it is a sneaky game, and I know Notre Dame is going to have a lot of their fan base in Chicago, but Wisconsin's also really close to Chicago. I think it'll be like a split crowd. And I just – I'm not in on Notre Dame. I they're Normally their defense is what is their, um, you know, their strong suit. And this year their defense isn't good. So that means their offense is going to have to carry them. And against Wisconsin's defense, I just don't see it happening. I think Wisconsin will be able to score enough. And I think Wisconsin's defense is going to hold Notre Dame fairly low i know there's like the jack cone revenge game against wisconsin he lost the yeah. starting job to graham mertz but i think this wisconsin defense has probably been playing against jack cone in practice and they probably eat his lunch so i'm in on wisconsin minus six and a half i do like that it's six and a half so you know win by a touchdown i'll be okay i have army minus eight and a half um at home against miami of ohio Miami of Ohio was, you were on the wrong side of them for Minnesota. Um, they also got killed by Cincinnati their week one. Army's like always a good football team. Um, and I think Miami Miami of Ohio just isn't great. They're going to be on the road at Army. I like Army minus eight and a half. SMU, I've been on the right side of every week this year. Um, they're playing at TCU. The total 65 and a half. And then SMU's plus nine. I was looking at I, – I was shocked that TCU was favored by nine points. I know it's at TCU. But they beat Cal by two week one, and Cal sucks. Cal is, like, probably one of the worst Power 5 teams this year. So they only beat Cal by two. And then they played some tiny school week two, and then they had a bye last week. So they haven't played in two weeks. SMU's coming off, like, a Hail Mary win. Um the total is my lock of the week. I don't know if you did you give your lock. Uh, I'm not giving one. I'm not uber confident in any of these picks, honestly. Okay, I won't. So we're going to write it out after a rough week last week. No lock. Need okay. to get the mojo back. I'm not going to force it, but that's pretty soft. That's pretty soft. <laughs> if I had to give one, it, it would be Iowa minus 23. 
I, if okay. I was forced to. Okay. Okay. We'll keep that in mind. It won't be a lock, but it'll be like a, it's like a soft lock. I it's like one of those flexible, one of those flexible bike locks that always get broken. <laughs> um, so that's my lock is SMU at TCU over 65 and a half. Um, the TCU where they barely beat cows, like a 30 something to 30 something SMU scores a ton of points. And I'm going to take SMU plus nine. I'm really tempted to take them plus 285 money line. Um, I don't know if I will. Yeah. I, let me tell you who the other team that TCU played this year. It just, everything pointed to like that they shouldn't be favored by, by nine points. Like it just didn't really make sense to me. So they have, they played Duquesne. Is that how you say that? Duquesne? Um, yeah, Duquesne. They, they beat Duquesne 45 to three week one. And then two weeks ago, they beat Cal 34 to 32. Um, their quarterback like was 17 of 31, three touchdowns, one interception. They had a running back that kind of balled out. Um, but Cal's quarterback threw for over 300 yards, two touchdowns. And then SMU, on the other hand, is now 3-0, Abilene Christian, North Texas, and then they beat a good Louisiana Tech team last week, 39-37. So every game's high scoring. Um, SMU's quarterback, their offense is literally just fuck, throw the ball downfield. It's awesome. Um, I, I'm very tempted to do them plus 285. I'm for sure plus nine for SMU. Um, the over is my lock. We'll see. I'll probably end up sprinkling the money line. Um, Clemson minus 10 at NC State. Clemson had their loss already this year. They barely beat Georgia Tech last week. Um, they usually have one week a year where they like play down to one of these shitty ACC teams. I think that last week was their week, and I think they're going to kind of destroy the rest of the competition, even though it's a down year for them, minus 10. Like any other year, if you see Clemson and the number is only 10 against NC State, like you would hammer it. So I'm taking that. I have the Iowa game and then I have Arkansas plus five. Um, shoot, I didn't write down who they're playing. Arkansas plus five and Moneyline um, against Texas A&M. It's at Arkansas. Um, A&M going to Arkansas. A&M's favored by five and a half. I'm taking Arkansas plus five and a half. And then I think I'm going to take Arkansas money line as well. Um, they did already like say Texas and beat Texas. And that was their big win. This is more of me as an indictment on A&M. I just don't think A&M's that great. I think Arkansas is decent enough to be at home, cover the five and a half. And I think the money line is, is a fairly good bet. Um, and then last one is Michigan State at home, minus five against Nebraska. Nebraska. I yeah, was looking I at think, that, too. I think that's too good to be true, though. Why is it so low? I think no that reaction Vegas – last week. I think it's – yeah, but, like, why aren't they overreacting to Michigan State's win? Like, it's an overreaction to Nebraska keeping it close with Oklahoma, but at the same time, it was – that game was at – was it at Nebraska or at Oklahoma? It was at Oklahoma. Okay, so it was at Oklahoma. Nebraska's like, that was the game that they circle on their schedule heading into the year. That was like their, okay, if we can beat Oklahoma, if we can keep it close with Oklahoma, that means we're doing something right. I think they get up for that game and they like put everything they have into that game. And now they have to go on the road for a second straight week. They have to go to Michigan State, East Lansing. It's like fall. It's football weather. Michigan State seems to be a decent team. They play a completely different style than Oklahoma does, um, which I think is a big, big factor here. And MSU would only be favored by five after beating Miami by 20 last week. Um, I almost made this one my lock of the week. I'm not going to – maybe I'll make it my double lock since you're not giving one. Should I give out two? Two locks. Go for it. Two. Okay. Let's get I'll two locks gone. Lock it in. MSU minus five at home against Nebraska. Um, yeah, I just think Nebraska's going to come out flat. Like, when you play a top three team, you have to, like, get yourself so hyped for it, and now you go to East Lansing and you have to play, like, a pretty good Michigan State team 
and Michigan State's going to have all their momentum coming off a big win in Miami. Um, their home crowd's going to be pumped because they know, like, oh, our, shit, our football team might actually be good again this year. I think home home field advantage gets you at least three points here, and then, like, minus five. I just uh, – see, yeah, it does seem too good to be true, but this was kind of what I said about Michigan State last week was, like, everybody was on Michigan State. It was Michigan State plus six and a half, and everybody that I saw was on Michigan State plus six and a half which made me almost second-guess myself. I think on this show, I was like, everybody's on Michigan State. It makes me want to flip to Miami. But I didn't because sometimes when it's too good to be true, it's just, that's just the truth. Um, and I, I'm going to stick with Michigan State here. So, yeah, double luck. SMU at TCU over 65 and a half. And Michigan State minus five against Nebraska. I feel really good about both of those. Yeah, I I don't know about that Michigan State one, but um, that over, I like your over logic for the TCU game. Um, SMU, then, it's, it's uh, like Ole Miss. Like SMU and Ole Miss both, like, they're over teams. Yeah. And then you were talking about Army minus eight over Miami of Ohio. I think I might have to tail you on that one. Ooh, I really? I don't, I don't know why. Army's definitely a much better football team than Miami of Ohio. They are, and they're at home. I think I'll tell you on that one, minus eight. Okay. All right. You have been on the wrong side of Miami of Ohio, so maybe this is going to make me flip. I've been on both sides. Week one, I had the right side. Week two, I was on the wrong side. Okay, so I won't flip then. If you had been wrong every week, I for sure would have flipped (laughs) to Miami of Ohio. (laughs) Okay, so now, okay, so you've got got three three picks now? Or how many did you give? Yeah. Um. I gave three. I'm going to tail you for Army. Okay, to make we'll it add four. four. Okay, all right. I have ten, I think, um, but that's kind of how it's gone each week. Uh, just little updates on our win totals that we gave out on episode one. Um, Bills over 11, Packers over 10 for both of us. Um, Bills are one and one, Packers are one and one. Not worried about either of those. They both had great wins week two. I had Texans under four. So I would have been worried about this. Even though they lost this week to the Browns, they were, like, close. Um, but Tyrod Taylor got hurt, and now they're playing with this rookie quarterback from Stanford who, like – Davis Mills. Only, yeah. yeah, he only played 14 games in his college career, I saw. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about Texans under four wins. Um, and then I also had Lions under four and a half. They're 0-2. They also don't look that bad. Um they don't. They look like a competent football team, honestly. Yeah. I I depend I think they'll have some wins on their schedule. I just gotta hope that they hit hit their limit at four and I still hit this. Um I think they'll lose all their division games. I don't think they'll win a game in their division. So they've gotta find some wins elsewhere. Um just hope that they don't find four of them. And then you had um who who are the other teams you had? Got Bills over with you, Bills and Packers. Both got W's, big W's. Uh, I had the Chiefs over. Tough loss against the Ravens. Not worried about it still, the Chiefs. And then Titans over nine with a huge win in Seattle. Big win. I was not expecting that. And they were down a lot of the game, too, and they came back. King um, King Henry. Yes. So three and one this week for the totals. So it's looking pretty good. I think I'm not worried about any of these. Yeah, neither am I. Um, yeah, if the Titans had lost for you, that would have been like a little concerning. Uh, you're like just you run out of weeks. Like, yeah, you're not worried about them being a good team. You don't make the playoffs, but it's like you start 0 and 2 and you have over nine wins. You got to go. Statistically, it's not looking. You got to go 10 and 4 now. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's it's or 10 and 5. Can't do math. Whatever. Um, the extra week. <laughs> extra week messes messes me up. Um, and then the little player props that I had for the whole season. I might have to take a huge L on this, like, Chase Young fandom. that What's I What's going like, on? I don't What's know. I don't know. I mean, eight and a half is still very doable for someone. It is. Caliber. But everybody else keeps getting sacks on this team. Like, every time I see a clip of the Washington football team, it's one of the other guys getting a sack, and then Chase Young has, like, a triple team on him, which, like, I should have thought about. But – Aaron Donald gets triple teamed and he still ends up with like 10 sacks a year. Cleo Mack, JJ Watt, like, that's a defensive all these tackle. guys. 
Yeah, it's just like I still think I'm not worried about it yet. If he goes in one more week with zero, I think I'll be worried. Um, again, eight and a half still doable. If he has one game where he has two, then it just like changes everything. Um, so I'm not I'm not worried about it. We'll see one more week. Um, the Aaron Rodgers under 4,550 pass yards. I'm feeling great about. Um, he's got 388 through two weeks. So yep, feel great go. about that. And then the C.D. Lamb over six and a half touchdowns. He still has one. Not worried yeah. about it. I saw it today. He's second in the NFL in targets. Yep. Yeah. I was um, just going to say, even though he didn't score, uh, just reading right here, he's leading Dallas in targets and scrimmage yards. Um, he's targeted nine times on Sunday, caught eight of them, 80 yards. He also ran, too, had a rushing attempt. I mean, they're just trying to feed this man the ball. Yep. So yep. I'm not worried about over six and a half whatsoever. And I know on a, on the blog that I originally wrote before the season, I also gave out Cooper Cup over six touchdowns. That's going to be like – that's going to cash week four. Could cash five. very soon. Dude, like he – with Stafford, Stafford now throwing – like him and Goff had a good connection. He put up numbers with Goff, and now with Stafford, it's like it's a whole other level. I think he – what do you have, like nine for 160 and two touchdowns this week? Something insane. So those are going well. I traded him Sunday morning. Really? What for? Tough one. Uh, Alvin Kamara, some other stuff. It's in a dynasty league, but. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Kamara in the long run is probably a better play. Yeah. I think it was worth it. Short term, it just looks bad right now, but I think think that'll be fine. Um, The big thing we got to talk about as of today so my rookie of the year pick, and I think you you were with me, right? I actually no, I said Trevor Lawrence was going to be. Okay, you did say Lawrence. Year. Okay, I couldn't remember. I knew you were like you thought mine. You liked the logic behind it, but you still liked Lawrence over him. Um, Justin Fields, I got him at plus six hundred for rookie of the year. Officially named the starter this week, and he he didn't even play well last week when he got put in when Dalton got hurt. But that's not really, to me, what it's about. To me, similar to, like, I couldn't think of an exact description, but when a team, like, most players on that team want Justin Fields starting over Andy Dalton, and they know it's just the coaches that want Andy Dalton to start. So they're not going to, like, play hard. I think now that Fields is the name of the starter, that defense is going to start performing. I mean, Roquan Smith Smith had a uh, pick six after after, uh, Justin Fields got – Put in. Um, now Fields gets named the starter, and Matt Nagy did say that like when Dalton's healthy, he's gonna still be the starter. But like, right? If the Bears go two, let's say Dalton, he has like something wrong with. I don't even know what his injury was. Let's say he's out for two weeks, and the Bears go two and zero. Oh. I don't see how you can bring him back and just like bench Fields again. So this is Fields' chance. I think if he plays well, he's the starter the rest of the year, and I cash this rookie of the year bet. Because um, his team is just better than the other rookies. Zach Wilson, we don't even have to talk about that. He's bad. Um, it is. It was against Belichick, but still, like, just looked horrible. Um, and then Lawrence, they're just not going to win games. Uh, like, and it's hard to get named rookie of the year if you're not, if you don't put up a couple wins. So, I feel really good about the field bet. And then the Josh Allen plus 1,200 MVP that we both were on, you got him at a little higher, didn't you? No, I had him at 1,200. Okay, you did. Um, yeah, I mean, week one, they played a great defense. Tough to start your year against, like, a top defense in the league. So, plays the Dolphins, who also have a good defense. You know, 35 nothing. This is the start. He has 15 weeks left to to make an MVP case. And nobody else. I mean Stafford, but nobody, nobody's Kyler like really and Carr separating. Are the favorites as of today. Okay, Kyler and Carr. Carr, I think again it's like an overreaction thing where it's the Raiders good. are gonna start. They're gonna start losing, and then he'll go down a little bit. Um, Kyler has looked awesome. He has a lot of weapons. I do have something about that on my on my sheet, uh, but I still like the Josh Allen pick. Um, and then Super Bowl futures we talked about at the time. I don't know what the Chiefs are at now. Um, they were plus 500 before the season. They really should be 2-0. Um, 
one fumble and they lose that game. If, if Edward Zelaer doesn't fumble that, they win the game. And it's like, no big deal. Um, the, the Chiefs Rams, are actually, they're actually plus 475 now. Okay, the Rams yeah, so they, are now plus 10,000. 10,000? 1,000, excuse, excuse oh, 1, me, 1,000. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And um, the Bills only went up to 1,100. So those are your updated. Okay, so everything's around what it was. The Rams is the biggest movement from 1,500 to 1,000. Um, I'm glad that I was right about the Rams. It, they almost just have too much talent not to be good. Um, so they're 2-0 and now. They, they, It was a questionable win against Indianapolis, but the thing about the NFL, which is like the main thing in both college football and NFL, is like just win your game. It doesn't matter how you do it. It could be ugly. Just win your games because the only thing that shows up is the record. So Rams found a way to win that game. Stafford looked good. Cup looked really good. Their defense was like, again, their defense just has to be good enough. They have two superstars. So I still love that Rams pick. Um, Now going into week two recap, uh, how did you do on NFL? You said you went just one push, right? Well, the one I gave on the show was the push. That was Bengals plus three. And then I had Giants money line on Thursday night. That was an extremely tough one. And then last night, I didn't like really, or sorry, Monday night, didn't really like the spread or nothing like that. Looking at player props, and I threw just a unit on Rodgers to score a touchdown at any time. I figured it's his first game back in Lambeau after all the drama. Maybe comes out, scores a touchdown, something crazy, but never happened. Um, I was okay with losing that one to start the week off. Um, what did you what did you all have last week, Jake? So I went two, three, and one last week on the picks I gave out on the show. Um, again, pushed my lock of the week which was Bengals plus three, which I did not think I was going to get a push out of that. So I was very happy. Um, The big, I didn't really, it was a pretty average week, like two, three, and one is is fine. Um, I had Cardinals minus four and a half, which they shouldn't have even won that game. Um, I ended up live betting them money line when they were down seven, nothing. So that was a moral victory, but the four and a half was never in play. I ended up like was down a little on the day. And so Sunday night football came around. I ended up uh, putting some on the Chiefs team total, which was only at 28 and a half, which was kind of shocking to me. I saw a stat that like it was either every primetime game that Mahomes has played or every one but one. They've scored over 30 points. So their team total was 28 and a half. And um, I put a little bit on that and that cash in the third quarter. So that was fun. Um, didn't do anything on Monday night other than a couple props, which Aaron Jones anytime touchdown hit. So that was that was good, but um, not That's a great one, week. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, not a great week. I'm so my total now on the year is six three and one. You are now four one and one, I believe. Um, yes. Because you were four and zero. Or four zero and one if we're counting just just show picks. Yeah, yeah. I guess but, you were going to give out the Giants and we just didn't record in time. Um, yeah. So you could take... Still yeah, undefeated. Yeah, take 4-0-1. I won't make you take that loss. Um, I'll take 6-3-1 where I'm at. Like, that's really not that bad. Um, so, talking about week three, we'll start with Thursday night football. Um, I don't like it. I'm not touching it. Really? I'm all over. Carolina, what do you like? Panthers minus seven. Don't overthink it. Why not? They beat the Jets. They beat the Jets by five at home. That's a different game, though. I know. They're, but... they're still 2-0. and they, they played good last week. And then Houston, talk about Davis Mills is starting now. Short turnaround. There's no way he's watched enough film making his first start. Um a lot of pressure in a primetime game on a short week. Panthers defense looks all right. I think they're going to get to him. I think they cover this easily. What do you think about the under? What's it at? 
And you're not on the over unders really. Forty three. I I was I looking know. at it and I really liked the under because both of Carolina's games have gone under that number. But Houston's games have both gone over that number. Um and I know it's with a different quarterback. But I just didn't like it because, like, if Houston – if Carolina scores 30, then you have to bank on Houston only scoring 10 or right. 13. Like, and they I, might not score more than that. Yeah, it's just like – it's a perfect number. I just don't know what to choose. So, I'm not touching it. Okay. That's fair. Um, but, Carolina, is that, on your, is that on your card for you, Carolina minus seven? It's on there. It's already – I locked okay. it in Monday okay. night. Okay. What else? What else do you got this week? I got Saints plus three. I don't really love it. Uh, just more of a gut feeling. Sean Payton. Don't think he's gonna let his team perform like that back to back weeks. I think they were also without. Together. They were without eight coaches and then like a bunch of other players. Of defensive backs didn't start, so it was a weird game. And I I um, saw that their backup quarterback was doing their substitutions like. They were just they they had Some no whack shit. In that game. Yeah, yeah, there was no chance. So I'll take I'll take the points with them against a Mac Jones team. Um, and then last one I got is Seattle minus one against the Vikings. I think the Vikings are just how how are you not deflated after that loss? I mean that was a tough one. So I think Seattle minus one. Uh, decent bet. And almost I'll on the other side life. of that, they're almost coming off identical situations. Um, Vikings True. lose on yeah. missing the last second field goal. Seahawks lose in overtime to right. It was overtime, yeah, to the Titans on a field goal. Um, they're both gonna want to bounce back. It's kind of just who wants to bounce back more, I guess. And yeah, you're gonna trust Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins Kirk ten Cousins. times out of ten. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. Yeah. What do you got? So. Do you have a lock out of those? Panthers minus seven, for sure. Really? Really? For sure. Wow. Okay. Um, I have Arizona minus seven and a half, minus seven and a half at Jacksonville. Um, Arizona didn't cover last week, but Jacksonville is just bad. Um, you got like the Urban Meyer to USC stuff going on. Trevor Lawrence just like not being that good right now. He really doesn't have any help around him. Arizona has weapons everywhere. I think Arizona puts up at least 30, which they've done both weeks so far. And I just don't think Jacksonville's offense can keep up. I know seven and a half is a tough number. So maybe by a half a point, bring it to seven. But on the card, Arizona minus seven and a half at Jacksonville. Here's my weekly Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy football. Um, Let's go, Teddy two gloves. Teddy two gloves, Denver. It's a horrible number. It's a 10 and a half, which I hate. Um, but Broncos minus 10 and a half against the Jets. Like, he hasn't failed me. He's 2-0 and so far, win-loss, 2-0 and against the spread. And yeah. I'm going to keep doing it until he proves me wrong. Um, so, yeah, Denver minus 10 and a half in Denver against the Jets. So, that's why it's a 10 and a half. Oh, um, opener, but- too. Home opener, I love it. I love it. Love everything about it. Um, he just oh, – he's just awesome. Let's go. Um, I also love the under 41 in that game. I don't think the Jets are going to score many points. I think uh, Zach Wilson's going to struggle again against a pretty good Broncos defense. And then I think the Broncos offense just isn't built to, like, go crazy. So, under 41, um, I like Rams money line. I have as well on my card. Um, didn't really want to touch the spread because it's one and a half. So, like, I'd rather just take money line there plus one and a half at home against Tampa Bay. I think this is the Rams' first chance to prove to themselves and to the country and world that they're true contenders. Um, I think Tampa Bay doesn't really care too much about losing you know a game or two early on they're still going to be there at the end of the season I think the Rams are more trying to prove themselves so I really like the Rams here um, also because they're in a pass heavy offense and the Bucks only beat the Cowboys by two 
Cowboys play a fairly similar offense to the Rams. They move it around. They throw it a lot. Um, Dak threw like 50-something times, and they only lost by two. So I'm looking for Stafford to throw the ball around 50 times, and hopefully the Rams defense can get some stops. And um, I really like Rams' money line. And then I also have the New Orleans at New England under 42. Both those defenses are good. Both those coaches are really good. I think they're both going to try and control the game and not do anything stupid. Clock's going to be running a lot. under 42 in that one. Do you like that? I don't hate it. Um, I just like, I know you're on New Orleans. So, like, if you see New Orleans plus three or you see them winning the game, like, what do you see the score as? It's just tough to tell because I do think they have a decent, decent defense, especially against a rookie quarterback. The Pats also have a good defense. So, I think it just, I think the X factor is going to be Jameis. Is definitely, if he can just definitely. put the ball downfield and score points. I think that what's the over under that you said? So it's 42. The Patriots week Pretty one. Low. Yeah, but Patriots week one, they go 17 16 against the Dolphins. So that's a 33. Last week they play the Jets, they go 25 to 6. So it's a 31. And then New Orleans' first two games, they go 38 to 3. So total 41, which would hit the under 42. Then they play the Panthers, they lose 26 to 7. 33 that would also go into 42 so every one of these teams games so far has gone under 42 so i'm just sticking with that and hoping um hoping it stays under yeah i don't hate it i think that's just a tough one that's gonna be close i think yeah yeah um and then my lock of the week broncos jets no, no, Rams, Rams money line, Rams plus one ten lock of the week. Damn. Okay. I'm confident. I haven't been wrong about the Rams so far this year. Um, I just feel it. I just think they're they're at home. It's in SoFi. Fans are gonna be really excited for uh, for the Bucks to come to town. It's like not a prime time. If it were prime time, I might be more on Brady, but. I just feel like a lot of years Brady and his teams, like they don't have amazing starts ever. Like so many times on the Patriots, they were like one and two or two and two. Everybody's like, Oh my God, Patriots are not going to be good. And then they end up being good by the end of the season. But I think I just love the Rams in this spot. Um, Afternoon game in LA sunshine coming through. So I just think they, I think they win the game. So that's my lock. Um, Moving on to knockout pools. So we both won last week. Your your last second switch didn't kill you. Um, no. Nope, who are you taking? Not. Who are you taking this week? I am taking the Broncos. I think that's just right. an easy one against the Jets. That's a for sure lock. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the same one. Yep. Okay. I don't think there's much. There's not much value to them except they play Detroit like week 15, 16. I think that's too far in advance to plan that. So I'm just taking week three. I think it's an easy one. But there yeah, are a lot I mean, of options this week. There are, but at the same time, like, so the other options that I saw off the board, you got, like, Ravens are going to Detroit. But like we said, Detroit hasn't looked that bad. So, like, it's a little bit of a worry because um, it's in Detroit. If it were in Baltimore, I would think about that one. You have kind of the same situation, Arizona going to Jacksonville. Arizona should win, but it's going to Jacksonville. It's just those, it's those little factors and knockout pools that you have to think about. Um, some people might think about like Raiders are at home against the Dolphins you have Bills at home against Washington football team maybe some people are on the Panthers on Thursday Um, but like Broncos far and away was I I thought it was a no-brainer and I think most other people are probably the same yeah I think I'm still kind of wavering between them and the Panthers um but I think I'm going to stick with Denver. I think the Panthers are yeah. a good one, too, obviously. I think there's just less question marks. Like, what if Davis Mills for the Texans? Like, what if he's a beast? What if he's awesome? He's not. I'm <laughs> telling you. It's not happening. Not not on a short week. On Sunday, yeah, that's maybe. That's true. That's true. Um, but both on the Broncos. So um, we'll give, keep giving you guys updates on, on our knockout pools. Mine. I don't know how many people lost in the one that you were in. So I have like 200 people in mine and 20, 
two of them lost or 20. Oh, wow. Yeah, Man. so it was actually um, – let me check. It was – so it would have been a lot better for me if Green Bay had lost because I was really hoping not, – not for your sake, but for my sake. I was really hoping that uh, Green Bay was going to lose. <laughs> but eight people had Pittsburgh. Uh, Twelve people had Seattle. And then two had New Orleans and one had Cincinnati. So uh, decent week for, for somebody that that's winning. Um, I was very happy to see that many people knocked out in week one. Yeah, unfortunately in mine I had – Zero people knocked out, so we're back to wow. zero one again. I think a smaller, so. Much smaller pool, though. But smaller pool, still. and I think because yours is, like, if you lose one, you're just out completely. I think it might be played a little different, whereas mine, you can get a strike, and, like, yeah, you don't want a strike, but it's, like, there's less pressure. You might not make quite as drastic of a decision where it's, like, I think this team's going to win versus, like, I know they're going to win. Um might change things a little bit, but we're both alive. So that's all that matters. We're going to keep it going. Last thing. So I talked about my PGA picks of the week. Last week went bad. What I didn't, what I failed to consider was I talked about John Rahm, far and away best player in the world. I don't know why he played in the tournament the week before the Ryder Cup. It didn't really make sense to me. Um, and I didn't think about it before, but it completely makes, he missed the cut. He didn't even like which doesn't make sense but um that's that's in the past so we got the Ryder Cup coming up do you even like I know you don't follow golf do you know what the Ryder Cup is yeah that's where all it's the countries compete against all each other so it's right. USA against Europe so Europe combined Europe. it's in um, um isn't it in Wisconsin or something it's in Wisconsin it's at Whistling Whistling Straits which is like a famous course um it's 12 American golfers against 12 European. Um, I don't know why they don't include like USA versus the world. They do it just versus Europe. There's a couple of good golfers that are from like South Africa and Australia that would really help the European team, but it's always been USA versus Europe. So USA is mi- minus 188 to win Europe plus 200. A tie is plus 1200 because the way that they do this is, um, it's like a point system, so it's match play. So whoever wins each match gets a point. If you tie, you get a half a point. Um, and then the first team that gets 15 points wins. The tie would be 14 and a half, 14 and a half. So you're up seven and two in the last nine Ryder Cups. They do it every two years. But in the last two, they're one and one with the home team winning each time. Um, the format, Friday, it's a three-day thing. So Friday... And Saturday, they do 2v2s. So it's either everybody just, like, plays their own ball and whoever gets the best score on each hole would win a point for that team. And then the other format is they do alternate shot, which is really cool. So one guy hits the tee shot, and then the next guy has to hit that guy's tee shot, and they just keep alternating, which is really cool. Um, That's where you get to see, like, some strategy of, like, who gets paired with who. Um, You have, like, Bryson DeChambeau hits the ball, like, 400 yards. They could pair him with, like, the guy that hits really good short shots and hopefully they they can like have a good um, little back and forth there. So format's really cool. Sundays is the last day. Every guy plays a 1v1 match and that's really where it's decided. Like obviously you want to get a lead the first two days, but Sunday's where it's decided. Couple plays I have for this. Is John Rahm to be the top point scorer overall? plus 750 for him to be the top point scorer after last week I'm a little questionable about it but he played in this event in 2018 as a 23 year old and like he wasn't really a big name back then and he beat Tiger in a 1v1 match um so he obviously loves this event he plays well at this event he's a very like passionate emotional golfer which is cool um not many guys like show as much emotion as him so I think he's gonna love kind of being the villain um there's also not going to be like european fans there so it's mostly americans and i think he's going to love just like getting food all the time i think he's going to play really well so plus 750 top point scorer overall and then for top point scorer for the u.s um i like colin morikawa or xander shoffle colin morikawa is plus 900 xander shoffle is plus 750 the reason i like both these guys is they both went to the olympics um 
and played really well. So a lot of the other guys on the USA team either didn't go to the Olympics because they didn't care or they had some other reasons. Most of them just really don't care because there's no like real prize pool. There's no reason to do it other than for your own country. So Morikawa and Shoffley both went there. Shoffley won gold. Morikawa was in a playoff for the bronze. They both want to win for their country, which is a big part of um, the Ryder Cup. They're both really good too. So plus 900 Morikawa, top point scorer for the U.S., or Xander Shoffley plus 750. Those are the ones I like a lot. Since I am an American, I'm not going to bet against the U.S., but I mean, if you see Europe seven and two in the last nine Ryder Cups and they're plus 200 to win here, like I'm not going to do it. But if I was completely using my brain, I probably would bet on Europe to win. Um, so that's it for this. You got anything else this week that you're that you're betting on or that you want to that you want to share? Ride Carolina. I'm going to say. <laughs> Both when is that one? And, and the Panthers. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's an all-Carolina week for you. Yes, it is. All right. Yes, it is. Um, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, we, we do a little bit better. Hopefully, Bender stays undefeated in his, uh, his NFL plays. That'll be, that'll be pretty impressive. You can go through three weeks with, with not a loss on your card. I'm feeling um, good. I'm feeling good. All right. Hopefully we come back. You guys can tail us. You can fade us. I don't know if we're worth fading at this point. Um, we might fade We might be at some football. point. <laughs> yeah, fade him. He, he did go winless in college football last week. Maybe fade him in college football. But NFL do the opposite. Um, yeah, but we'll see you guys next week. Um, go follow us on social. Go to our website. Use our bet tracker. Um, happy betting. Have a great weekend. All right. Stop recording.